previously on Live at 605. When it comes to like disposing of spiders in the house, you're Batman and I'm like what Alfred. A pri- what? I don't know who I am. John Malin. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 19, episode 7 of Live at the Quarantine, or Live at 605, (laughs) sorry. And we are back with another brand new episode during your pandemic, lockdown, isolation, (laughs) social distancing, all that craziness. We somehow will muster enough stories to get through another week for you guys. It is sad, though, when you think about it, how much stuff we regularly do to warrant a podcast and then as soon as you remove the ability to do anything, our stories are now more like common day occurrences. True, but that, that's definitely... They're still interesting. Well, I was going to say it's also relatable. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's lots of other people who chemically peeled off the skin of their hands last week. <laughs> we can't be the only ones who have ever done that. Totally. And uh, I felt bad last week. We got a bunch of concerned phone calls from people just checking <laughs> in on our hands. We'll get to them. Yeah. We'll get to them, so, but if yeah. you're concerned about us, you might want to know who we are. Oh, yeah. Why don't you start that <laughs> off then? Yeah, well, you're just jumping in on this one. No, uh, so uh, you're listening to Live at 605. Yeah. I am Val Gomez. And it's your boy, Young Yoda. <laughs> John. <laughs> you're really trying to make that trend this season, eh? I know. I don't even like Star Wars I or whatever that stuff is. But I like the name Young Yoda. It's uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, what you can call Shows it? I have knowledge. <laughs> I think this is the best way, as opposed to like you're still keeping up on social. I'm doing more stories, I guess, than posts. But if you want to check out some stuff we're trying to do to keep us busy, mm. um, that is a okay for social distancing and you know some challenges and things. Right. Uh, it's Val Gomez, uh, twenty three <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and house, house party. party. You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Uh, lots of fun tweets on there and some interesting posts. But then make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That's live at 605 on there. And that's where you'll get most of the good content. <laughs> yeah. And we've been getting some good reactions on there and everything. And so you can follow us there. And I don't. I think that's, that's it. it. And then what? we never tell them what to do on iTunes anymore. What should oh, they yeah. do? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because it helps keeps us in the news and noteworthy. <laughs> Exactly. So I think this week we have a bunch of, we're just going to talk about what we've been doing this week. We'll talk about how we're feeling. And then I actually have a couple old stories I've never got to tell about just like walking experiences Mm -hmm. that I swear are more interesting than I'm making them sound right now. (laughs) But do you want to either start with the sponsorship or talk about how you've been feeling this week or what are you? Well, why don't we go, go, uh, what you're going to call it, start with the super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 superfan. That's it, Uncle. I think this superfan might be a member of the three-time superfan club. <laughs> yeah. But, Does uh, he get, like, a gold jacket? <laughs> like, is it, like, your master's jacket or whatever they're called? He can... What can he get? We know we have some old stickers still. We can give him a sticker. Totally. A Live at 605 sticker. But it is the one and only Pops Malin, mm-hmm. who earlier, earlier this week... We, um, I think it w- must have been Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was like the day after we dropped the podcast. Yeah. Get a call from Pops Malin, and he's just like, so I got a few things to tell you. So when he says stuff like that, yeah. I just <laughs> shut up, listen, let him do his thing, let him get yeah. what he's got to say. You literally stopped working. Like, yeah, I stopped. 
hit pause on what I was working on. And then, so he's like, okay, I got a couple things I got to tell you. First of all, and this is a story all on its own. And again, mm. I think, you know, one thing I encourage people, if you're at home and stuff, buy a couple of headset microphones, do your own podcast. Because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like my dad's got stories for days, but he's like, so a couple things. Okay, so this story is actually going to kind of go all over the place a little bit. It's a super fan, then there's a callback from last week. But so if you remember last week, you and I got into a heated debate over two bands, the mm-hmm. Boomtown Rats, which mm-hmm. is obviously a made-up band, and then the legendary Dungeon Family from mm, ATL, Hotlanta, yeah. Stanconia, Georgia. And so we threw it out there, and we, we told people, like, okay, do you know one of these two bands? Write in, mm-hmm. tell us what you know. And then I also put a poll. So would you like to hear the <laughs> results of this week's, last week's uh, question? Yes. Can I just say, though, when yes. I finally saw how you wrote the question? Yeah, of course. I put it in my favor. No, 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 no. But what? it was the most, like, awkward phrasing to pull this, like... Here, I'll tell you what I said. And then you could tell me how you would have worded it better. But, I mean, I'm... Go. I'm burning the candles at both ends this week. I don't know you what You think the- I'm not? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you. We've only been doing this for five minutes. And I... So I said... Help Val Gomez and I settle debate from this week's Live at 605 podcast. Which band are you more familiar with? Dungeon Family or the Boomtown Rats? What's wrong with that? I was just going to be like, who do you know? Boomtown Rats? Dungeon Family. True, but I was... (laughs) So, uh, we got some votes in. Yeah. And who do you think... Who do you think people know more? The Boomtown Rats or Dungeon Family? Well, it's obviously Dungeon Family if it's on your Twitter. You are incorrect. Boomtown Rats got more votes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so Boomtown Rats, people seem to know them way more yeah. than the Dungeon Family. But again, if I told you, do you know anyone's name from Boomtown Rats? No, no that's not the question. <laughs> I know, but if I'm telling you, can I t- let me list you off some names of, of Dungeon yeah. Family. It's CeeLo Green, mm. Andre 3000, Big Boy, Sleepy Brown, Coogee Rap, uh, Big Gip. These could all be made up. <laughs> the legendary anyway, goodie go back mob. to your super Anyways, fan. So the reason why my dad called to begin with mm-hmm. was he was very disappointed with me for not knowing who the Boomtown Rats was. Yeah. So that was the first vote for Kay. you for the Boomtown Rats. So he said he loved them, but I was just like, I don't know if I believe that. I, yeah. I equally feel like, because your dad has really solid taste in music, mm. that I'm like, okay, that trickled down to, to you as well. But I'm like, how the fuck did you not know this? The Boomtown... Anyway, we don't need to get into this, but yeah. Boomtown Rats, let's just... Okay, you, you win. Boomtown rat, Rats won. Ding, ding, ding. Way no more people know them than the legendary Dungeon Family. So he just called to tell me that. He's like, okay, Kay. you're wrong. You should know these guys. Yeah, Dungeon Family. but then he hung up. Uh, no, no, no. Then he, then he's just like, okay, now I got to tell you a story. So I was like, okay. okay. Again, told me he had a few things he had to tell me. So I was just going to shut up and let him talk. First thing was Boomtown Rats. Mm-hmm. Uh, second thing was, he's like, so I was talking to your sister this morning. And she was saying how when she was sleeping, uh, she heard birds in the house. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, interesting. Then better my, than in her house and not in her head. So that's yeah. <laughs> and so my dad's like, you know what? I ended up hearing some birds. It sounded like they were coming from like around the chimney as well. So I was like, okay. And so I'm, I know we've told this story. This was from a few years ago, but there's a legendary Pops Mal and bird story. 
which is when we were... I love that you've now gone three layers deep on a story to just describe one story. You've now gone three layers into a story. I'll be honest with you. I got like two stories this week. I'm trying to fill time. What about me? No, this is fantastic. You're involved in this story, though. This is a legendary story. You we told this story yesterday. If I could draw a picture of this oh, story, boy. the line, it started with super fan yes. to your dad calling, yes. to your dad talking about the bird from this past week, yes. to then going one level deeper yes. to something from three years ago. Well, the short end of that story is there was a bird <laughs> stuck in the chimney in the house like three years ago when we came to visit. And my dad's like, tomorrow morning, you and I are going to get this bird out together. We're going to get a box. We're going to open up the fireplace it's gonna fly in you're gonna hold the box i'll close it we'll take it out <laughs> bim bam boom and th- <laughs> the thing is we wake up and this is where i was telling the story but you told it correctly yeah we woke up to what <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> so my dad decided that he could just free this bird himself <laughs> and he could hold a box and open a fireplace and it'd be no problem and then of course this bird flew all over the newly painted kitchen yes. and ended up having soot everywhere <laughs> So chaos ensued. And yeah, and it was your sister's wedding weekend. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was that weekend? Yeah. There you see, this is a legendary story. This episode could be called Legendary so then, Stories. Then go into tier two. So now the current day bird. So then he's like, okay. So he's like, I went to investigate. Like, why is there bird sounds? He's like, it's not in the chimney because I I blocked that off six years ago when we had the, the initial issue. So he goes outside and uh, he's just, oh, yeah. And so, first of all, my sister and her husband, they just bought a brand new house. So they've moved a lot of their old furniture into the garage of my parents' house because they're not moving into the new place till July. So my dad's like, of course, you know, I have this giant ladder. And, of course, you know, two days ago I put all this furniture and, and boxes. So it was blocking the ladder. So I'm like, okay. And then he's like, what, I, what happened was I go outside and I'm looking around the house. And all of a sudden, you know, on the second story of the house, I see a pretty big hole in the house uh-huh. and so he's like these damn birds must have packed 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 made a hole in the the house and they have been going inside there and he's like i really hope there's not a nest i hope there's not eggs i hope there's not more birds in there so he, he had to get a giant ladder and he's like i'm afraid of heights to begin with as am i and he's like i gotta climb this ladder and investigate and fill the hole he's like during this pandemic i can't have someone come out here and do it so he's like i just ain't nothing to it but to do it so I was like, all right, Godspeed, good luck. I'm going to go make French toast for lunch. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> so that was that. He hung up. So he calls back another time. And this is like an hour later, like we just said. And basically, he's like, okay. He's like, I'm now like 40 minutes into the pie. Oh, and he said the first call around. I was like, oh, loving the podcast. It's great. I'm going to go listen to it as I like figure out this bird situation. So yeah, he calls back like an hour later. And he's just like, so you guys were bleaching the, the fence without gloves? <laughs> And we're like, yeah. And I put on speakerphone, you're there. And he's just like, kind of like, oh my God. He's like, I can't, why would you do that and everything? <laughs> but he's just like, oh, it's so funny. He's like, oh, I'm glad to hear it. it worked well and everything. But he's just like, yeah, he's, got, he's like, you got to wear gloves. What are you doing yeah. in there and stuff? We recognize that we probably aren't the most domestic people. Yeah. Like, we're still just doing things as if we would have done them in the apartment with no like care in the world. Well, how's a, a week later, how's the <laughs> finger update on your side? Um, Mine's still pretty sensitive to touch. Right. And one one weird thing is because I have burned off on my thumb essentially. Right. Most of the skin layers, there's no grip on right. my thumb. So like I, I'm starting to tear the dry skin, but it's bleeding. Yeah. Oh. But then I can't put on band-aids because it's on my right hand. 
Yeah, and I right. couldn't open something yesterday because I had no grip. That's right, because it's on the inside of your yeah. hands. So you, you, mine are all on the. It's weird. Why are the outside of my yeah. hands, not the inside of my hands, burnt <laughs> off? But so he's just like, oh my god. He's like, how are you guys okay? I'm like, yeah, we're fine. You know, at this point, it's still a little sensitive. And mine, you wouldn't even know they're there. I just have one big scar that looks like uh, the continent of Australia. <laughs> but other than that, I'm, I'm okay. Although that's still super sensitive to the touch. Mm-hmm. As well, but again, you kind of live and you learn, and yeah. the fence looks fantastic. The I'm fence not, looks never great. Take that back. So, I couldn't tell if, um, what you call it, if our neighbor was like, "Oh, I smelt it." Do you think? No. I don't think it smells. No, no, she didn't say that. Oh, okay. She just uh, she saw us out there. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, she watches us from the windows. I was like, were we just like doused in bleach and we couldn't <laughs> smell it anymore? Like, did we burn the inside of our nose? No, no, no. <laughs> so. So, yeah, he's just like, okay, he's like, but he could tell he was loving the podcast. He's like, this is so funny. He's like, these are great stories. And then he's just like, oh, you know, I fixed the hole. I went up there myself. Luckily, there's no birds or nests in there. And I just had some planks of wood and I nailed them against the wall. So that'll keep the birds from <laughs> as you smash the microphone. <laughs> but yeah, it was just funny because he kept calling like every 20 minutes. He'd be like, oh, I just listened to this section of the podcast. Yeah. I just listened to that section. So to me, that's the definition of a, of a super fan. But you had one question for him, right? That we didn't, never called back to tell us. So you can ask him yeah, now if you so want. Yeah, so you can put this thing to close super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it all. Okay, so what's the so, question for Pop I guess now? the weird thing was, it, it, like what John didn't tell is that he called and then like an hour later your aunt called. Right about this same thing. So and then was, my, the next day, my mom called. Yeah, so it was like we clearly went through like the trifecta <laughs> of your family yeah. members who listened to the podcast to yeah. check in on our burnt hands. <laughs> However, the weird thing was on last week's podcast. Yeah. During the one portion where we called out your dad yeah. to see if he knew the band of the week. Yeah. Right. And we even told him, I think, on the second phone call, like, yeah. the band of the week. Tell us if you like this yeah. guy or if you know he him. He never called back. He never called back. Uh, to let we, us... Were we born in the 70s? No. No. No, I see what you're getting Yeah. At. No, we weren't around no, then. No, we just discovered this artist who your dad 100% probably listened to or at least knew. And what was his name again? La- Labby Seifer. Labby Seifer. We yeah. can never say, can never say his name. But yeah, we fell in love even more. I feel like last week when we mm-hmm. were, I was barbecuing one day and I threw on his album. I'm like, oh my god, this is like life changing. Yeah. It was like, so Pops Malin, if you're listening this week, yes, damn well better to give us the verdict. Yeah, Labby Seifer. Labby Seifer. <laughs> what the hell this guy's name is? Let us know if you know him, listen yeah. to him, like him, hate him. Uh, yeah, again, we heard him on an episode of Better Call Saul, and mm-hmm. this is us, and then it led to his catalog, and we've just kind of been totally. obsessed ever since, so. Do you have a sponsorship of the week? I do. Do you? Yeah. Who do you want? You, do you want? Oh, I saw the, the rage in your eyes there. Yeah. I, I'll let you go first, so this is your? Sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> Hit me with it. Um, it's not so much people as much as if it's things vermins vermins varmint varmint right squirrels raccoons all answer our poll is it vermins or varmints (laughs) um what you call it so last week we told you about buying plants for the first time and then leaving one of the tulips outside and it totally getting like destroyed one of them only one part not the whole thing not the whole thing so then yesterday it was a super lovely day and we'll talk about some of the other adventures social distancing adventures we had yesterday but in the afternoon when we got back from like our tour, mm. we were like, okay, let's plant 
the remaining plants that we yes. had. So yes. one thing of tulips and one thing of crocuses. I found the name at the garden center. Oh, today. that what it was called? Yep. And Interesting. So we were like, okay, let's do this in the front yard. Let's just like plant this shit. Yeah. What we're not telling you is that John and I, one, are not gardeners in the least. Well, where, where are you going to garden on our, our balcony? I don't know. Right. Yeah. And we also don't have any gardening supplies. So I, do, I don't have a green thumb. You don't even have a thumb anymore. No, I have no thumb. So we have no gardening tools in addition <laughs> to no gloves. So we were using candy. Well, we we talked about it and we had both thought about it. It was a very like, it actually made me laugh because you brought it up. I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this weekend, Saturday supposed to be nice. So let's do some gardening. Mm-hmm. You're like, we don't have any gardening tools. Obviously, gardening tools are hard to come by now. Mm-hmm. And we had both thought about it because you're like, I thought I know like what we can use to dig out the <laughs> yeah. dirt. And I was like, oh, me too. I'm like, yeah. what was yours? We had the candy scoops <laughs> for um, when we have parties. <laughs> they're like little shovels. <laughs> yeah, but they're also like little plastic. Which, yeah. And I was like, oh, do you remember like the thing, the little... Um, uh, paint scraper I'm like we could use that <laughs> and so we both had thought about like makeshift, makeshift gardening tools arts and crafts gardening tools yeah. so yo both shit worked we ended yeah. up doing it we plant these three like <laughs> we two- also <laughs> What we also we act one of the actual tools we have is a, a watering can oh, yeah. but instead of using a watering can to actually water them you use a water pitcher <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's fair as when we make sangria <laughs> yeah I, well you said it's like when hipsters garden yeah that's honestly it our whole life right now is like when hipsters do dot 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 insert domestic thing here because it's like we're not prepared. In real life, we would probably ask one of our parents to do all our gardening yeah, for can't us. Yeah, can't do that now. Right? And we can't do that now. So it's, it is like John and I trying to do all these things, like sanding without an eye mask on. Yeah. Right? Gardening without bleach gloves on. <laughs> right? You know? So we plant We these wore two. more gloves to just put leaves in the bag <laughs> than we did to actually... That's because I'm disgusted if I pick up a worm or something. Oh, yeah. Like, I was making all these weird noises. Oh, you never told that one story. What you... No, wait. Let me finish this I know. One. I know. Just remind me to tell... Remind me to say a story of me vacuuming that you haven't told yet. Okay. After this is all done. So then, basically, um, what you call it? We plant these two, like, yesterday evening, two crocuses and one tulip bulb. Go, go, go. And go, then go, go, go. it looks pretty sweet. We were very happy um when we were like oh it looks so pleasant in our little makeshift garden yeah it looks great so then you know we go in then we actually go out later on that evening and it was like oh the plants are still there yeah this morning we had an early start to the day so then we're like okay let's uh i don't even know why we went outside first but we were like intentionally gonna go to the same garden center to go get more plants yeah unbeknownst to us the chaos that had happened last night at oh some my point. God. So we literally walk outside this morning. It had possibly been maybe 10 hours yeah. since we saw our plants last. Yeah. Is the, the fucking tulips we planted gone again? Ripped apart. Ripped apart. Ripped the shit. The bulb is like fucking as if it went through a food processor in front of our front door. Yeah. yeah. It is ridiculous. I don't even understand what the hell these animals are doing in the middle of the night. We have fucking celery growing in our backyard <laughs> yeah. that's untouched. It's so it's true, right? Yeah, it's and very so disappointing. It was so disappointing. So we went back to the garden center today, which is this lovely one in Queen East. Yeah. And we go to definitely support your small business. It's all very safe and yeah. secure, but you know, throw a bone to small businesses. Mm. We went and asked the woman. We're and like, small podcast, throw <laughs> us a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Get up the PayPal account. Oh boy! But then we're like, yo. Uh, we bought like tulips like two weeks ago. 
they all fucking got eaten. I know. Right? So we're like, can you suggest... Um, and like she looked at us as if like we should know this. Yeah. Right? But she was like, oh yeah, that stuff's definitely going to get eaten. That's why you should surround it with like daffodils. Yeah. And like narcissist yeah. something or I'm like, other. well, you're surrounded by two narcissists yeah, I was right now, say. so that's fine. That was like, so, so do we, we just need to hold the tulips and they won't come near us? Yeah. So anyway, so the... That was my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So just the story you can tell real quick was, this was probably like a month or so ago, you were upstairs on a work call or some kind of call, and I was downstairs, and I was vacuuming all the cobwebs in the basement, and then you heard shrieks. Oh my god. And you heard sounds that you'd never heard before. I thought somebody literally like there's also times John runs down the stairs and I'm I'm upstairs. Yeah. It sounds like you fell. Like it, it literally sounds like you went head first down the <laughs> stairs. But to the point though, everything echoes down here. So like if we're sitting yeah. in the now dungeon in the studio dungeon. dungeon family. We're the dungeon family. We're the dungeon family. Right? But you can hear the neighbor's walls like more clear everything sounds so distinct so then i was upstairs working in the music room studio john's down here and all of a sudden i just hear this like screeching Ah. high pitch Ah. like scared like out of his mind sound so i come running downstairs i'm like what happened are you okay (laughs) and then he's you're like i was vacuuming behind the furnace the cobwebs it was scary i was I have a ratnophobia. You know this. It I don't would, like spiders. I have never heard, and it just echoed so oddly. But then it, it's so disproportionate to the echo. I can't. We we. That's my your fear. Yeah. Again, pigeons and raccoons and shit. Mm. To me, that's it's spiders. And Got I, it. Uh, the worst that one was bad just like all the cobwebs and I, I did it I took care of them <laughs> but then there I saw one spider down here and again I shrieked because it was funny it was like after dinner so everything was dark and I. I was running down the stairs, and as I was running down the stairs, I turned on the light. Mm. And as I did that, I saw a spider at the bottom of the stairs, but the spider reacted to the light as well. And the spider, like, stopped and scurried away. And I was like, ah, and I kind of stopped and scurried away. <laughs> and I was like, I You're need bigger you. than it. <laughs> yeah, you're bigger than raccoons and pigeons and all that stuff. They'll eat your face. Well, so you know the shitty thing is? What? I didn't tell you this story. No, don't tell me. But it, no, 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 it's not, it's just, it's not anything. It's, I'll only be scared by this, but... You know, like when, like how the internet's watching you. So yeah, it's sure. like if you search something, it'll automatically start popping ads up of the things. Yeah, I love that. Great. <laughs> Give so me the like ads. one of the things I researched. Oh no, no, no. No, no, no. I can guess though. No, no, no. So I, I don't know for whatever reason I typed in raccoons. Oh. Right, but I think it was based on something you tweeted. Or, like, made a meme about. Right. And so then I looked up raccoon, and then I was reading something on, like, BuzzFeed or something. Yeah. And then the fucking most vicious photo of a raccoon popped up, and it was, like, full-on teeth. And I was like, ah! <laughs> so yeah, I re- you showed me that. You were scared shitless. So that was... <sighs> anyway, what's your sponsorship? Sponsorship of the week. This this might be the thing that's... I don't think I've ever been as annoyed in my life as I was when what? this happened to me. What? The, 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 it's the guy. I thought that was just a story. Oh, then I don't have a sponsorship. Okay. So this isn't a sponsorship. This is just a this story. This is a story. Of our blood boiling. So, again, everyone's, everyone's home because you can't go anywhere or do anything. So... We've made the joke before. I'm in the Dungeon Family basement. You're upstairs. And then we meet for a coffee break in the kitchen. That's just what yeah. we do. 
And so we, we usually, you know, we have our morning coffee break. We meet in the kitchen for lunchtime. Then we have like usually our three o'clock mm-hmm. coffee, hot chocolate break. And I think it was the 3.30 hot chocolate yeah. coffee break. And we went up there and we were just talking and it had been a long week, you know, ups and downs just with as life goes with quarantine stuff. And also, I think you noticed it first, right? Yeah. I so, okay. So hold yeah. on. Let me just yeah, yeah. preface this sure. by saying, so in our music room studio we're fortunate enough our house has like a ton of windows and so the window that i sit in with my desk for work now <laughs> is like a direct view i of know like, you're lucky of our car in the in like the cul-de-sac like parking lot right and so like during any point of the day i'll look out the window and we'll see some like strange activity <laughs> right so like you know there's kids like biking yeah there's people playing badminton in between the cars yeah there's people playing squash on the wall yeah right there's like dogs taking a shit yeah we still haven't found the person who's dog shit next to our right? car right but like you know what there's a lot of activity near our car I, there right? is one of the other pastimes because there's but a tree the key phrase is around our car absolutely around it so one of the things we brought up on a previous podcast is also like there's this thing about like a new brand of stupidity that people have <laughs> During COVID, it's like yeah. all faculties are lost and like rules just don't apply to them. So things you would do normally, like not jaywalk in a crowded intersection with oncoming traffic, people are just doing now willy nilly. Of course. So when this day happened and we're both standing in the kitchen and I'm like, what the fuck is this person doing? Right. I'm like, yo, this doesn't surprise me. So. I come downstairs to John's point. John comes upstairs. We meet in the kitchen. In our kitchen, we have those California shutters. California. That, you know, <laughs> and so we can see outside. There's this like dude we've never seen before. No, never seen him before. No, this guy does not live in our cul-de-sac. And what is this guy who we've never, ever seen before doing? <sighs> so out of nowhere, this guy just starts like leaning Le- on our like driver's side door of leaning, our car. Leaning on our car. Right? Leaning, leaning on our car. Yeah. I cannot believe this. I think the shitty thing is, or the weird thing is, like, okay, first of all, this isn't your car. Secondly, there's multiple other things in our area to casually lean on. There's two, like, open courtyard dining sets you could (laughs) sit on. There's giant trees to sit on. We also don't know who this person was, like, visiting, but there's equally, if you were visiting the person on our right... They have like a whole ledge you can lean on. Yeah, I think I just I'm just blown away by what people will do. It would never, never in a million years would I lean on a random person's car. No, unless like, we, never unless it was like somebody we knew with us outside. Then I'd be like, for sure, lean on our car. Well, yeah, but that's implying that they're like, oh, hey man, do you mind if I lean on your car? And we know them. Like, yeah, of course. But just the fact, like, I would never ever stand somewhere and then just lean against a car. But this person. Wasn't thinking twice, just like leaning back. He got in. He he leaned back. Lean back like Fat Joe in the Terror Squad. He leaned back to the point, though. We were both staring at him outside the window. Our our jaw, our jaws were dropped, like comically down to to the floor. But we're like, I and I said to you, I was like, we should have just put the alarm on. Yeah, you said we should turn the alarm on. I think I was in complete and utter shock. I was, I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. Like, I I could not believe it. The next time I see someone do that, because yeah. you know this fucker is coming back. Oh, of course. I'm definitely putting the alarm on. So it got me to thinking, I'm like, the person who leans on a random stranger's car mm-hmm. does other stupid things. Yeah. We made a list. So, I, I, so let's do a game. Okay. 
What should this game be? Ooh, we'll call it Lean Back Stupidity Edition. Lean Back Stupidity Edition, y'all. So we wrote, we, this is a great game. We can bring this back and mm-hmm. just whenever we see someone doing stupid. Yeah. This is basically the idea is a person who leans on your car would also do this. So yeah, you and equally I, stupid slash irritating things. Yeah, so we made a list while we were at the car wash yesterday because we <laughs> yeah. waited in line for like 30 minutes to get yeah. a car wash. And then if anything comes to you while we're doing this, just yeah. shout them out and I'll do the same. Mm-hmm. So a person who would lean on a stranger's car would also be the same person who would leave their grocery cart in the middle of an aisle and walk away blocking other people, especially in a pandemic. 100%. Okay, so... This one you came up with. Yeah. A person who would lean on your car would also stand left on an escalator when they should stand right, blocking totally. everyone left walking up this totally. escalator. Okay. Naturally, a person who leans against a stranger's car also is a loud gum chewer. Yeah. They are <laughs> chewing gum. We also decided that a person who leans on your car would also chew when they talk. Oh, 100%. This person would also talk during a movie in a movie theater. Yeah. Which also led us to believe that this person would be the kind of person you would talk to and be like, hey, we just started watching Ozarks. We're two episodes in, no spoiler alerts. And two seconds later, he would spoil the whole show to you. (laughs) You know those people, right? You say, oh, we just started watching, don't tell us how it ends, and then they spoil it for you. Okay. A person who leans back on your car is also the same person who, while you're talking to them, would openly spit on the ground outside while you're talking. 100%. And you're like equally disgusted. Oh, I got another one. Yeah, please. A person who (laughs) leans on your car, unbeknownst to you, is also that same person who would ask you for floss and then floss their teeth right in front of you. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, This one's disgusting, but it just made me think of it. A, A person who would lean on your car would also visit someone's house and take a number two in the house and not yeah. respectfully wait till they get home. Oh, I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> a person who leans on your car, unbeknownst to you, would also come to your dinner party with some sort of food and then take it back at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a person who would lean on your car naturally would also jaywalk in front of your car while you're drive, while driving down the street. Totally. Okay, what else? A person who leans on your car, unbeknownst to you, is that same fucker who is, you know, in the elevator while you're running to catch it and yes. closes the door on you so you can't get in. Oops, that, that's definitely me. <laughs> you're that fucker! Although, the person who would lean on your car would also be the same fucker who would have a bird on their shoulder and get in the elevator. <laughs> or they would be the person... Oh, this is a great one. Mm. A person who leans on your car... Does not have keep their dog on a leash no. when you're in an apartment and they're supposed to be on their leash. Oh, I got another one. Okay. <laughs> a person who leans on your car is also that person. This happened yesterday, too. Okay. Is also walking in the middle of the street. Oh. Right? Yes. For oh. like 13 feet forward and doesn't hear a full on moving car behind them, but sees their partner yes. walk off yes. to the side. And still continues to walk in the middle of the street. Well, here's another one that happened to us, and this got my blood boiling. A person who would lean on your car would be the same person, stopped at a red light, then the light would turn green, they would be there for 20 seconds, and then I, after 20 seconds, I would do a light honk, and then they would give me the finger and drive away. <laughs> That's the same person who will lean on your car. And that is the segment, Lean Back. Stupidity, Stupidity edition. edition. Lean Back. Stupidity edition, y'all. That is a legendary segment we just have. We just made history right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so we got a few stories we can tell. We're already 30 minutes into this yeah. piece, which is great. So you get your choice. Do you want to just talk about what we did this weekend? We kind of mentioned the gardening, but... Um, Why don't we do a show first and okay. then do that so we can see So where should I show. chauffeur you first? <laughs> you don't chauffeur me anywhere. A person who leans on your car would also make really bad puns. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to talk about either Unbelievable, Veep, or Better Call Saul? Let's do Unbelievable because we did that. Case. Yeah, so Unbelievable. I think it came out late last year. I want to say like November or so. And it's a Netflix original mini series, limited series. Who did you find it from? Uh, I just remember seeing on like Hollywood Reporter, Vulture, just like the show getting rave reviews. I remember watching the trailer being like, oh, I like the actors in this show. Mm-hmm. And I think there was just, it got word of mouth, like mm-hmm. people at work or friends were like, oh, you should watch the show Unbelievable. So basically for those of you guys who haven't seen it, Um, It's based on the true story of a girl named Marie, a teenager who is charged with lying about having been raped. And then the two female detectives who followed the path to get her her truth. And so it stars um, really great actresses, actually. Tony Collette. Yeah. um, Merritt Weaver from Walking Walking Dead. Dead And New Girl and Nurse Jackie, I believe. And then um, all of the different like victim actresses also were really great. There was also that was a show where there were so many people where you didn't know their name but like oh my god this guy from uh lost was in it oh yeah this actress the meth addict from breaking bad was in it she was like a forensic analysis and crazy eight yeah so it was like one of those series um what do you give it on the fast bender scale yo 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 how many micro fast benders do you get out of 10 boy Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. This one, uh, so I'll be honest. I think I give it like a 9.4. Wow. I, I really, really, really enjoyed the show. What about you? Um, I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was Great. really good. Um, The only thing, so here's how I feel about it. Okay. To me, Tell you me. know how like True Detective Season 1 Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, just like such great chemistry. I- iconic. Right? Iconic co- chemistry. Iconic last. Right? These two women were fantastic together. Yep. The only thing that I found, like, and I hate when people do this, it's like they overwrite a character mm-hmm. to like sell it home kind okay. of thing. So okay. it was like Tony Collette was supposed to be like the tough one who's like, you know, driving a crazy like boy car and like doesn't wear makeup like yeah, all these things sure. i felt like they overwrote her character to be a certain sure. way to balance or the contrast of merit weavers yeah I f- um, that's fair but i thought merit weaver was outstanding in it like just oh, so good she was so great in it i was trying to figure out if she also won an award for but this then, one or for other for this one um i don't know yeah did it did it say if she um, won a golden globe or an emmy or something it did win a golden oh no it was just nominated oh. oops um, but I think it's one of those things where all of the storylines were so intense and like yeah, it was hard to watch for sure. It definitely made you keep guessing all the way through. Yeah. Oh, and even they had the guy from Mad Men. Yeah. What's his face? Ken, Ken Cosgrove. So many like just like good act, great actors. So it was definitely a fantastic show. So well done. Really uncomfortable and sad. And yeah. It's not one of them feel good shows. No. It's like, what was that one uh, we watched last year about the kids in Central Park who go to jail? Oh, that. Uh, the, where, uh, where they see us or yeah, something. Whatever when they was. see us. When they see us. That one was really good, but it was just so hard to watch. So This is very much the same. I love it when we find a new show. And it's just like instantly you're, you're just you're in. And you're like, okay, great. Yeah. We've got a full season to watch. 
we can kind of just tee it off right now if you want. We we so we just finished Saw and we can talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. later if you want. But then we were trying to figure out the next big show to watch, and I think we have a few on the list. We want to start watching some of the Apple original series, um, like the Morning Show mm-hmm. and the uh, the First Man. Yeah, those ones look really great. So we're gonna watch those. But then I think. So many people now start talking about Ozark. Yeah, and I also think conveniently when the pandemic started, Netflix Canada started rating series, and it was like yeah. this is the number one on Netflix right now. Yeah, and Ozark. Yeah, was one of them. So we we watched three episodes, and we won't give a fast bender rating or anything. <laughs> no, but it's definitely not about space, which is what I thought it was about. <laughs> and when you thought it was about space, you're like, oh, I have no desire the, to watch no it. No desire right? to watch it. None, none whatsoever. Yeah. But it's not, and uh, I think the first episode, unfortunately, it took us like four times to get through it, just because... <laughs> it popped our speakers three times. It was like crazy. Uh, it, was, it was rough. The first day, we started watching it late, and then we got halfway through, like, we're too tired, let's turn it off. Yeah. Then it's then- also like, I'll just say, some of that shit's not oh. well mixed. Oh, boy. To yeah. the point it popped our speakers. Yeah, there was like a gunshot that blew our speakers out three different times, <laughs> yeah. and then we just got annoyed. I'm like, let's just, let's just turn this off, and mm-hmm. when we did get through it, Yesterday, we ended mm-hmm. up watching three full episodes, yeah. and now I think we're, we're into it. I'm liking yeah. it quite a bit. You definitely, and I always feel this way, you need to give a show at least three episodes. Hopefully, it's not a small miniseries, yeah. but you need to give it at least three episodes to really get into it. Yeah. And now, I, I will say, it definitely is interesting, Yeah. audio mixing aside. <laughs> so, do you want to get into some stories? Or... Yeah, let's do a story next. Okay, so... So, so we... Uh, sorry, I was going to say we... We realized yesterday when we went out to do some grocery shopping and stuff, we hadn't driven since last weekend when we went to do groceries. Oh, so our we didn't, card was disgusting. Yeah, we didn't really do a whole lot during the week other than like work or like we would go for our, our morning walks and, and stuff. And even that was hard to come by some days. Yeah, even that was definitely was, hard to come we by. We were both right? so busy this week. So we eventually made it to the weekend, which was great. Uh, I think we yeah we started watching Ozark and this and that. And yeah, then, you started. How did we tee off Saturday? Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday morning was great. So uh, my cousin Marie Claire uh, uh, organized a big, big, huge Zoom conversation with all the aunts and uncles and cousins and <laughs> and cousins, little guys and this and that. So it was actually worked out really well. We did that yesterday morning, got up, showered, and everyone made it onto the, to the Zoom, which was mm-hmm. crazy. There was probably, because I got a pretty big family. Yeah. Did you send them the picture? Um, my cousin Michelle already has sent one. So oh, she, nice. she took a screen grab as well. So I don't know. There was like 30 of us mm-hmm. maybe in total. If you mm-hmm. count all the little guys, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. So it was actually pretty great to see everyone and see how they're doing and see uh friend DJ, well, friend, cousin, friend, yeah. DJ Mallon and Carolyn. wife Carolyn, which was great. So, and even DJ Mallon made the joke. He's just like, you know, I'm, I haven't seen John in the cafeteria at work <laughs> yeah. lately. This is tough and stuff. So it was. We should do a driveway visit to them. Yeah, we can definitely yeah. do that for sure. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that was really fun. It was nice to hear how everyone's doing. Everyone's doing well, like mm-hmm. all things considered. And everyone's kind of scattered across the country. You know, there's a few of us here in Toronto. Some of us. But it is interesting, though. What's that? And like we said this the same thing. It's like when we were trying to figure out when was the last time all these people were together. Yeah. Does it take a pandemic and virtual hangs to pull everyone together like this? Yeah, and I'm trying to think. Because even at weddings, like we didn't see everybody. No, like the last big last time we saw the majority of people was at my cousin Jackie's wedding. But even everyone, like my mom and sisters, no. weren't able to make it to that one. 
I think the last time everyone, everyone was there, you weren't around. It was, uh, it was for a funeral, unfortunately. Yeah. Usually funerals or, or weddings will do that. But I think, um, although at uh, Louis and Madison's wedding, a lot of them, a lot of the cousins mm-hmm. made it out to that. Again, I don't think DJ Mallon was able to make it to mm-hmm. that one. So, but I think we'll, we'll do a couple more Zooms, maybe once or twice a month, which will be great. And then eventually we'll just do a big family reunion because it's, yeah, it's great. Everyone... Uh, the whole family is great and we're all just everyone's so different with what they do and it was great to see everyone and just yeah. there's so many little guys now running mm-hmm. around which is crazy so we got to see Maddox and Easton mm-hmm. a little bit which was fun yeah my favorite part is still when Easton threw up <laughs> <laughs> so so that was really good so we were happy to do that and then last week we somehow like bought the most groceries we had ever bought and then we ran out of them like yeah two days it is interesting ago. like I am curious to all those listeners out there are you saving money? Are you like spending money awkwardly on different things? Because to John's point, we spent three hundred dollars on groceries, but then went through the most of it. We still have like meat and shit. Yeah, but and, like, also, we bought uh, dishwasher pods, toilet yeah. paper, like, su- like things stuff like that that, that yeah. we don't have to buy. Not again. like fresh produce like and stuff. Five hundred dollar steaks. Yeah. Um. So we were like, okay, we have to go grocery shopping. So we went and did that, but again, we spent like two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. That was one thing that was getting irritating to me. Okay, what's that? So when we were, okay, so here's the thing. I know your frontline workers, your cashiers, whatever. Do you remember when like the cashier took off for like 10 minutes? Yeah, he just vanished. He, but he never even said anything. I know. I'd just be like, sorry, give me one. Just give me like, a, I'll be right Give back. me 10 minutes. Yeah. Like that's all that's like just disappeared. I um, so that it was like, oh, okay. Um, but then we we're like, okay, it's really nice outside before we plant the flowers that will get eaten uh, shortly later. Let's like maybe we can finish. We baked a bunch of cookies and things. Alpha horse. Alpha horse. Um, and then we'll like go deliver them. So we were like, okay, let's make some three packages of cookies. Yeah. Wrap them up. Yeah. And go on a Toronto tour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we it was kind of nice. Just it was a beautiful day yesterday. So we just did some nice driving around the city, which was fun. We listened to some tunes. And then we went and made our first stop to Lil and Benoit and their mm-hmm. little guys. Which yeah. Which we went and you surprised them. You didn't give them like no. heads up or anything. Which I think is kind of part of the fun. Like especially it's like, okay, no offense. It's like, where are people going <laughs> in real life? But I do like totally, a good surprise. Because totally. I feel the same way when like the first time Sean came over. And we didn't right? answer the door. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we are assholes that way. But yes. um, at that point, it was so nice to see... Lil and Ben from a distance, obviously. Yeah. Um, her other, our other friend, her brother, Alan, and his fiance Kara were also there in the backyard. So everyone was kind of like doing their distance. But we we ended up staying there for like 20, 25 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, and just shooting the shit in the sun, which was great because for all of the virtual chats, it is nice to like physically mm-hmm. see some of your friends in person. Yeah, and then from there we were able to surprise our uh, my both of my aunts. We went to go see uh, Aunt Jay, yeah. and, and that one was funny because again we went to surprise her, and we parked on the side of her street, and we could see that she was outside. I'm like, okay, great, she's outside. This is this works. She's talking perfectly. to someone, but she's talking to some some lady, and so we're walking up, and the lady who who I don't know is facing towards us. And my aunt has her back to us. I'm like, oh, this is great, but we wanted to surprise her, so I'm like, oh, maybe my aunt will just turn around because this lady who was. As we're getting closer to her, she's kind of looking at us, but she's moving out of the way. Yeah, she to thinks let we're us just pass. Let us pass, but then we're slowly stop, like taking like slower steps, and then eventually she's kind of like looking at me, like oh, we're like what the f-? like who what, are who you? Are you during this pandemic? And I was like, hello, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then my aunt turns around. And she's like, oh my god. 
No, she didn't recognize us as first. No? She did like a weird double take <laughs> and then recognized us. So she was super excited. She's like, oh my God, you guys are here. And we're yeah. like, oh, I'm just here to drop off some cookies. And she's like, this is my friend from grade two, Joyce. And yeah. she's like, we were just going to go for a social distance walk to the park and this and that. And so we ended up just kicking it with them for like 15 minutes as well. Just keep, again, keeping the six feet distance, yeah. just in the big open field. And it was just nice to kind of hang out um, and see them and talk to them for a bit. <laughs> What'd you say? I don't remember. What? what? What did I say? You're like, oh my gosh, they could also be sisters. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you never met. Yeah, I kind of love when, like, friends look and sound and dress the exact same. <laughs> because she, like, looking at, at this lady, Joyce, I'm like, oh, she could be, like, my aunt. She looks, you know, she looks like exactly <laughs> like Aunt Jay. Just kind of like. But she sounds like Aunt she Jay. She sounds, exactly. And they've been friends since, like, grade two. And so I'm like. I just love when friends look like they could be relatives because yeah. I feel like we have a, like everyone's kind of got a friend that they look like could be a relative or something like that. They also told us a crazy story. What, when they were kids? Yeah. Yeah, when they would just like take the TTC to work or yeah, to school. To school and, as, and as think, like, like grade, grade two. two. <laughs> like, can you even imagine like Benjamin's in grade two? I know. Do you ever <laughs> think that kid's getting on the subway by himself? No, I don't think so. <laughs> right. So that was really great. And then from there, we went to go see Aunt Angel, which was mm -hmm. awesome. We dropped off some more Alpha Horror cookies to her. Mm -hmm. And then it was great, too, because she's in an awesome little, like, uh, apartment like, complex. Mm -hmm. And But she's like, oh, you know, let me show you, like, my big courtyard here. And then she's like, uh, fun fact for you, uh, Handmaid's Tale filmed a scene down here. Multiple scenes. Multiple scenes. And she's like, you know, Elizabeth Moss actually like walked right by me. I'm like, oh, man. She's like freaking out because she like obviously loved her in Handmaid's Tale and then Mad, Mad Men. Men. So I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like, yeah, you're right. This is from Handmaid's Tale. And it's kind of freaky to see like that show filming because then if you just see like 30 people in red robes and the white hoods. Yeah. I remember I told the story when I was driving past um, Queens, not Queens Park. Where's uh, City Hall? Nathan Phillips Square. They were filming a scene there and just like oh, seeing like 50 of them just standing there was that's crazy. That's so creepy. So we went to go visit all those folks, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we went back home to do the gardening, which yeah. we already talked about, mm -hmm. which was good. And then we decided to uh, support local dinner for, for or local dining for dinner. And we picked up some burgers, Burger although their app sucks for ordering. But their real life experience was really nice. Yeah, they gave you free gravy. <laughs> So, do you want to talk about uh, either Veep or Better Call Saul? Let's do Veep. Okay, so we never watched Veep in real time. We never caught up to it. I think Veep ended last year uh, in 2019. Mm -hmm. And so we were lucky enough, again, this hasn't happened in a while, when we had seven full seasons to watch of a brand new show, and we just finished it on Friday evening. So... On the Fastbender scale, what do you give the full s series of Veep? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Yeah. Yep, I, I give it like 9.8 out of ten. Really? Yeah. I think I'm going to go, yeah, you know what? Nine point, nine point six. Six, nine, six. So is this one of your all-time favorite comedies then? Yeah, and the reason being is the entire, like, the same reason I feel about, like, The Office or 30 Rock yeah. is that the entire ensemble cast 
is just as good yeah. as the lead actors. So who was your yeah? There's no weak links. There's no bad characters yeah. or anything. Who's your favorite character from from Veep then? <laughs> um, so I really like Mike, right? Yeah. Mike McClintock. Yeah. So that actor is played the mustache uh, by Matt Walsh. Yeah, I like that him. actor. Um, I love obviously uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus as yeah. the Veep. Yeah. Um, but my other, I okay. So here's the hard thing. Yeah. I love Gary, so Tony Hale's character. Yeah. But I love I called him Plop, right? <laughs> um, Timothy Fuck. Simmons. Yeah. Uh, who played Jonah, Jonah. <laughs> but I didn't like Jonah in the last season. No, it's, yeah, it's kind of, you know yeah, no, for sure. It's tough because initially my, my three favorite mm. were Mike, yeah. Richard. Oh, I forgot Richard. And then Ben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot Ben. So I think my favorite, oddly, for whatever reason, Ben is my favorite. Yeah. Just because I just love just his character and the way he talks and the way he says his, his like crazy lines. But then it's tough because I'm like, fuck, I forgot about Jonah. Yeah. But I'm like, Richard. Yeah. It's hilarious. I equally forgot about Kent. Kent. Kent is. There all. There's not. Again, there's not one bad character. And then like even the guy, who the congressman who has the guy from Jeff New Furlong. Girl. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah. They're all so. And then Jonah's like uncle who just like freaks yeah. out. So Ezra. <laughs> um. So basically, for those of you guys who haven't watched Veep, it basically is about. Um, like Washington D.C. and former Senator Selena Meyer, aka Julia Louise Dreyfus, finds that being Vice President of the United States is nothing like she hoped it would be, and everything that everyone ever warned her about. So much so that her goal is to become President, and goes at any cost to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think the crazy thing is, you know, and now I'm kind of sad that we I'm didn't so- watch it. Yeah. Is that this show swept awards for like she kept getting like the Golden Globe and the Emmy, and we're like, why the fuck does she I know, keep I'm getting like, it? Why does she keep winning? Why isn't Kaylee Coco from Big Bang Theory winning? I'm just <laughs> oh joking. god, I'm no. joking, obviously. But I think now it's like, oh fuck, man, they deserve it, like a hundred percent. Each season just kept getting better and better. Do you, the, do you have a, sorry? Do you have a favorite season? Uh, probably like I don't know. They're all so good, and I they don't. St- how does it? I've only we've only seen it the ones, yeah. so I can't be like how like The Office like season three is my favorite. Sure. Um, I think my favorite season is when she become is when she is the president. Because <laughs> I just love everyone's time. Like I still I love the show, but the one thing I didn't love was like after she's no longer president when they all kind of split up and do different yeah. things. So it's like, uh, what's the guy who went to go like the morning show? Uh, oh Dan. Dan, I'm like oh I love I just love all their dynamics when Dan's not with like Amy yeah. or Selena or you know like they kind of break up or like Jonah wasn't with them all the yeah. time. But then they did do a good job of still bringing him together. So I loved when she was president because they were all still kind of to connected, together, c- connected and stuff. Like I love the episode where oh when uh, Tom uh, the the guy who's going to mm-hmm. be her vice president leaves the office or leaves the meeting. And then they all walk out and walk back. Oh in. yeah, because of Mike. And Mike's just and Mike's like, oh, I just want to make sure you weren't having a meeting without me. Like, and then Ben's like, no, we're not doing that. And he leaves, <laughs> and you find out they are having a meeting. Yeah. With- <laughs> it's just like so much like callback and all this stuff. So, yeah, I think it's I also what- sorry. No, no, I was reading it. in one of the IMDb just because there was such like a great coast of like actors in here yeah. for a lot of the things they would let them just riff right um and then the writers would take like the best lines and then make that the script oh okay, um, which cool. was awesome so it, it's just and like a lot of those actors had worked together before but like i think the type of caliber of the show even like the guest stars 
yeah. were requesting to be on. So like Hugh Laurie as like Tom James, Tom, uh, right? Tom J- Tom James is that right? Yeah, I was, um, I was thinking Tom Clancy or Tom yeah, Jones, but right? Neither Tom of those. James, I think. Yeah. Um, he was just a huge fan of the show, so he asked to be on it. Yeah. And then he got this like huge recurring role. And then they have like Kim from Better Call Saul has like a small part. I in know. It. And uh, everyone, yeah, it's just it's just so good. So the one thing I was gonna say, and especially in this like you know timeline, I know we spoke about an intense like you know based on a true story story about rape earlier but i think during a pandemic if you're looking for something that is like a good pick-me-up like i definitely think watching a lot of comedy series is great and this show is one of them it's like wickedly funny weirdly topical Mm -hmm. things that weren't even happening yet with trump in power were like weirdly happening in the series so it's yeah my question is how many seasons does it take for you to realize that uh amy was the chick from my girl oh no i was getting her confused with that other chick yeah which oh the chick like uh alex mackie or whatever yeah what uh probably six seasons okay yeah no i knew right away i'm like oh that's the chick from my veda veda funny story Miranda and I were talking this morning yeah uh one of our other friends of the podcast and she she's like oh I've been watching a lot of new girl blah blah blah, oh, blah. Nice. and then I was like oh yeah I love it in my girl when blah 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 Nick comes in yeah and she's like why the fuck are you watching my girl <laughs> and I'm like oh no and I'm like yes it's so sad when Macaulay Culkin gets his yeah. bee stings oh my god then she's like I'll put on my moon ring oh the moon ring <laughs> yeah. did you have one of those growing up yeah yeah, we did too. Anyway, so that was like Veep is like definitely pandemic so, approved. So sad it's over. Mm-hmm. But we can watch it again, right? Yeah, we can. Uh, so we're almost actually at that time. So do you want to talk about Saul and then maybe yeah. we, can, we can land this thing? Yeah. So we we talked about Saul a little bit last week because of the artist Laby Cipher or how mm-hmm. the fuck you say that guy's name. <laughs> and so, again, we've talked about this before. It's like prestige television when a certain shows like Saul or Atlanta or just mm-hmm. like um, Stranger Things, they'll take like 16 to 18 months off in between seasons. And you're just like, oh, yeah, we're fucked now. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're fucked now. But it's just like sometimes I hate when a show takes off so much time because you forget storylines. Like even yeah. Narcos took so a, a year and a half off. You're like, so wait, what happened again? Yeah. I don't really remember. But again, they do it to make the show better because they're spending the time writing it, mm-hmm. shooting it, editing it. So Saul took so much time off. Yeah. And this is... <laughs> we forgot everything. Yeah, well, we forgot about a lot of things. So this was the penultimate season. Next season is the last season. Yeah. And I think... Um, so before we talk about it, what do you give season five of Better Call Saul? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. I give season five... Probably nine point five out of ten. Damn. Yeah. I think I'm I'm the same with you. So yeah. I was just gonna say, I think it took maybe three or four episodes to really get back into Saul for mm-hmm. the two of us because it again they took so much time off and you forget how the season ended. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, he's Saul now, and then like even people like I think it took six episodes. You're like, wait, who's Lalo? <laughs> what did this guy do last year? Yeah. But then it was still like every episode was good. But I'd say like the last four or five episodes were unbelievable to me. Yeah, I think it's so how do you say this? For those of you guys just jumping into this season like and aren't watching Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad 
was outstanding, and this yeah. is basically the, the prequel, prequel to that. It's Saul's story, how he goes from being, his real name's Jimmy McGill, and yeah. how does he go from that to Saul Goodman? And so I think what's crazy over the span of five seasons is that, you know, some might be like, oh, it's just a, it's like a weird replica of Breaking Bad, or it's too slow and not like Breaking Bad. Yeah. This season is almost like on point with like Breaking yeah. Bad good. Totally. Right? If not, it's exactly the same. The yep. character development is so awesome mm. to the point where if Breaking Bad, and this is what I was telling Alistair, Miranda, and Marta, because mm. I asked them if they watched it, where Breaking Bad is almost like shocking and like yeah. violent and stuff like that, Better Call Saul, you know, has those things too, but it's almost the character arcs are so intense right. and like depressing, but greatly, like just beautifully written. Yeah. That this scene was like chaos, like that desert scene. Yeah. With Mike and Jimmy just yeah. walking was like crazy. Um, and even though you're like, okay, well, they're both in Breaking Bad, like they clearly don't die. Mm-mm. You're still stressed out because you're like, well, something's going to happen because yeah. there's all these other characters like Kim or Nacho or Lalo who yeah. aren't in Breaking Bad. So you're like, okay, they can still die or, or yeah. are they still, are they in that universe? So it's still like if something, you know, Jimmy might not die, mm-hmm. but what his actions might cause. Kim mm-hmm. to die or break bat or mm-hmm. something so you're still stressed out and like you still don't know what happens or mm-hmm. how does Saul still get to meeting Walter White and stuff totally like this. and so this is where it makes you excited for like the final season but at the same time in a pandemic it's like when can you have the final season but are there going to be any more like Saul Easter sorry Breaking yeah. Bad Easter eggs like Hank was in this season which oh, was great and, uh, Gomez. and Gomez Um, yeah. so there's so many like small like crossover moments but it doesn't take away from the story. Yeah, the one funny thing about you is whenever we have a show and we have like one episode left, you always are like, I don't want to say goodbye to my friends. I yeah. don't want to end it. So Saul, we had finally caught up to Saul and it, it airs on Monday nights. And so it was Monday and I'm like, okay, should we just watch Saul now? Because like, I, I don't want to see any spoilers and mm-hmm. I'm really into it. And you're like, no, you're like, can we just wait till tomorrow and we'll just watch like an easy show. Like, let's just watch 911. It'll be yeah. fun. I'm like, yeah, okay, I agree with you. Let's just watch 911. Better Call Saul could be depressing. Like, something big could yeah, happen. We're, we're definitely like, somebody's dying. Someone's going to die that we love. And yeah. so, like, fine, let's watch an easy show like 911. Yeah. Does it not end up being, like, the saddest episode of TV we've seen in, like, months? It was so depressing. It was Diaz's storyline. And, like, there's a kid we're, stuck in a well. In a, like, the first 10 minutes alone, I was like, oh my <laughs> Bawling God. My eyes out. This is horrible. And so, like, none of the backstories, like, you know, they're all tragic. Yeah. They weren't like this one. No, this one was rough. It's just. Holy. We're like, we should have watched Saul. Should have watched Saul. So that was, uh, yeah. Then we watched Saul the next day. Oh. And we're like, so good. Yeah. And now we love Lalo's my new favorite character. Lalo. Tony Dalton. Yeah. I think the one thing that everyone found funny on the, on like when I was on the call with uh, mm. Marta, Miranda, and Al, yeah. when I was asking them about Saul, I made the comment about how like after a series ends, you and I go and read about it yeah. and like do articles and stuff. And they all started like laughing. They're like, you guys are so funny. And I'm like, why? why? I'm like, wouldn't you want to know like what yeah. goes into it? Like, I love that kind of stuff. Same here. Like, um, that's the first thing we do is we find interviews and articles about the show and like yeah. so when veep ended i've sent us like i found six interviews totally. and articles about i found the oral history of veep so it's like i want to know how it's made i want to know what the creator's bigger thought behind mm-hmm. the ending of veep and why did selena f- you know frame gary like yeah. all this stuff so well and one of the things i thought about and we've spoken about this before it's like 
when Lost came out and how it was like an internet show. That and was like, the first show, yeah. Right? That, that we, kind of rejigged the way audiences interact. It was the first show I ever read about. I listened to the official Lost podcast and it's like... Totally. Before then, no, I never did that. And now it's all we do. Now, exactly. Yes. Wow. I wish that was all we did. Yeah. Lean back. <laughs> so then I would say, so like now though, like reading about Better Call Saul and Veep this week, both creators were very much like had similar things where they knew what fans were thinking of in terms of like for Saul would said characters die which right. one would it be but they're like it would be too obvious and it's what people think is gonna happen right and we want to write the show where you don't know where it's going which is again they did that this like everything that happened with Kim yeah I, I totally thought it was gonna go and then we're not gonna give any spoilers yeah people haven't watched but it's like you think it's gonna go one way with her and then like to me <laughs> she's probably the best character on the show yeah everybody's like they need to give that girl a golden globe yeah yeah so and you're just like is she in Breaking Bad? Is she okay? I don't know. <laughs> and then on the same side with Veep, mm. they were like, oh, you know, if we give her the presidency or if, like, does she become Veep again? Does it come full circle yeah, that way? And everybody's what, like, she's just going to be Veep again. That's right. right. That's what I thought. Was that's what happen. everyone thought. And they're like, no, you can't. So then Whoa. nobody knew what was going to happen. Well, but yeah, yeah so yeah. then it was just like, they're like, oh no, like we definitely don't want to do that. We want to like write as per that character right. and what's in her that character's bones and like where we want to go which is like like a different story altogether exactly so do you have anything else you want to say about any of those shows no i just think it's like i definitely would want to watch veep again unless we can figure out a new comedy that's worth watching no i, I would i would maybe watch it again now that we know all the characters and how it ends i mm -hmm. kind of would wouldn't, I won't lie to you. I wouldn't mind even watching the first episode later today. Yeah. Just to be like, now that we know them. Apparently something happened in the first episode too where her story got overshot by Tom Hanks. Oh, really? Yeah, they, that was in one of the articles. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'd watch that again totally. Mm -hmm. Although I don't think Ben and Kent are in the first couple seasons. Wait. No, they are. Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. I don't think they're in the first season. Uh, I think Ben is. I don't know if Kent is. I don't think either of them are in the first season. Really? Yeah. Really? Interesting. So, well, I can't believe we haven't even gotten, didn't even get to my walking stories. We somehow did it. We were at that time. Mm -hmm. I have a story I've been holding. I haven't even told you about me and a dog from like four months ago, but I'll save that for next week if we have no stories. But, um, I'm trying to think who, do you have anyone specific you want for band of the week this week? It was either Lolly or the new Caliucci's, right? Uh, I would say either Lolly, Lally or, or Gorillaz. Caliucci's, I don't know her new EP enough to be like, this is okay. a song. So, uh, this week, you know what I wouldn't mind doing? Cause I wanted to do them a few weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't know if you had anyone you were super passionate about. No, go. I did last week's technically. Okay. So. I, I'm more passionate about Gorillaz than I am Lollipop or okay. whatever that band is. So the Gorillaz or just Gorillaz have... They're doing this thing where they're putting out like just a single every couple of weeks, so I which I kind of don't like. I rather I like bands that put out albums. Like I don't really like the <sighs> singles, but they put out this song called Disole, mm -hmm. which means sorry in French. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like, oh, this is gorillas I know and love. Mm -hmm. And so it's just it's Disole, Disole. <laughs> it's just a, an awesome song, and it's great, and it's not part of an album. Mm -hmm. It's just music they're putting out. So that's. I got nothing else to say other than you should check it out. So this is the song Desoleil by Gorillaz. Did the La Soleil come out? The sun? The sun? Uh, I always it's know it's quitting time. No, it hasn't come out. Because it's usually quitting time when the sun shoots me right in the eyeballs when I'm working down here. <laughs> so 
Anyways, all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live605, instagram.com slash live605. You can follow your boy Young Yoda here on Instagram and Twitter at Malencamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, TikTok and House Party. So until now, next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Want some cookies?
John Mallon, and Val Gomez. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Shorty.